Hey guys, we're here with our third episode of Easily Annoyed. First episode, I'm excited to say I now have a co-host for the rest of this podcast. My long-lost friend, one of my best friends of all time, Evan Pascal. Evan, how are you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm uh, I'm super excited um, about doing this with you. You know, I've obviously missed you a lot. I'm glad, you know, it's, I think today was the first time we've seen each other in... I don't even know how long. Um, a year, I think. It's, it's been a while. I mean, I think last summer. Yeah, so about a year. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, I'm, I'm just super excited. I think, uh, you know, this podcast is something that, you know, is tailored for us. I mean, we're, we're two conversationalists. I mean, that's what we've been known for, right? Like, yeah, we, we, are, we have one, one thing we're very good at is talking, and that's kind of it. Yeah, and, you know, I... I <laughs> That's I, all we have, so all, this is what we got. That's exactly right. I, uh, you know, I, I think that's kind of what bonded us together when we first met in third, sure, yeah. third grade. We were right? the two goofs in Miss Allen's class. Miss Allen's out. class. Shout out the goat, greatest of all time, mm-hmm. Mrs. Allen, Cheryl Allen. If you're listening to this, I love you. Um, oh, we should we should definitely email her. Yeah. Like, Yo. I think, I think that would be a good idea. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, we met in third grade. Um, you know, we didn't. We didn't have any classes before that together, but yeah, I think we had some mutual friends at that point. Um, maybe. Uh, for sure, at least like Bardia and Noah. Yeah, that's true, Bardia and Noah. Um, but yeah, we met in third grade, Mrs. Allen. You know, and we were just the two extremely outspoken third graders. We were in the third and fourth grade combo class. Yeah. Um, for those listening, you know, if you didn't, if you don't know what that is, we had. It's exactly what it sounds like. We had fourth graders in our class with us, and we were split up for different subjects so griffin and i would be pulled out of class um for like math or science or something like that and then for other subjects like english we'd be together and we would write stories with the fourth graders and we probably thought it was super cool back then yeah i remember um out on the schoolyard playing basketball with like matt hughes and like yeah some of the legends of sunrise valley elementary some of the, school jacob cole i jacob just like cole. to shout out jacob cole yes my dad <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, third grade was good, and then fourth grade, uh, Mrs. Allen decided to keep all of her third graders oh, for yeah. fourth grade as well, which we were super excited about. Griffin and I, you know, tight as you know anything, two peas in a pod at that point. <laughs> uh, we were, you know, we were happy about that, and you know, we had a really good group of friends back then. We everything yeah. we did was playing outside, and you know, just doing things that kids you know should be doing that probably aren't doing now anymore yeah and i have to say most of most of our friends then were friends with now which is kind of crazy i don't think most people like have that where it's like like today's the first day we've seen each other and it's completely back to what it was yeah it's like we you know we didn't lose a step which is you know what what's great about you know our group of friends i think i can say that about almost anyone you know um, you know, we grew up together and then, you know, even so we've talked about kind of, um, you know, middle school and high school, we were part of different friend groups, not because, not by choice necessarily, but, uh, it was the A and B group. Evan was a popular kid and I was, you like to call it the A and B group. I don't know if that's exactly what I would call it. Well, that's what it is. Shout out my cousin, Colleen. That is what it is. She patented that term. Yeah, she did. Okay. Yeah. We were just in different groups and, uh, but we were always close anyway, which was weird, and not not a lot of people knew it, but it was like, Evan was one of the people I talked to constantly. We got together and would just hang out by ourselves. Right. And I think, like, to some people would see us, like, in the hallway and were like, not that anyone, it was weird for anyone to be talking to each other in high school, but, right. like, 
it was like we were slightly out of each other's worlds. So like, I yeah. don't think everyone got that we'd been friends for forever. Yeah, you know, like the thing that I so clearly remember about high school was like everyone, like where they would stand in the locker pod. Like yeah. that was kind of like, you know, who you were like gonna hang out with most of the time. Like that's like who you stood with in this pod of lockers, you know, like in between classes, like, you know, you'd have five minutes in between classes, so you'd sprint to this locker pod. And you'd to, find the one person you you'd really find the to Yeah, to. exactly. So, like, you know, I might have been standing at the front. I remember you would stand with, like, Sam Simon. Evan um, Mathis. Bradley Rosenblatt, yeah. you know, all of them. Evan Masana. Yeah, we, we sat, we were back in, like, the back near our actual lockers. Right. And, you know, I wasn't, I didn't necessarily stand with you guys. I might have been with, like, Bardia and Spencer and stuff. Yeah. But... And so, like, for that reason, people might not have, like, known that we were super close if they didn't know us from elementary school. Exactly, yeah. But, um, uh, you know, we still knew it, and that's really what mattered. And I also think, like, the thing that was great about our class that I don't think all classes at um, South Lakes could have said is that I do feel like everyone, like, knew each other. Everyone was, like, oh, yeah. pretty close. Like, everyone was respectful, I think, which was, like, super cool. Like, no one can say, I feel like I knew most of our grade. Yeah, like, it didn't, it didn't matter what group you were in. You, like, even though we were in different groups, I knew everyone that you hung out with. You knew everyone I hung out with. And then we knew all the kids that, like, the front hall kids. Yeah. Like, the weirdos. Like, anyone. Like, you knew, <laughs> you knew who they were, and they knew you. Even if you didn't have to talk to someone, you still knew who they were. Right. Which yeah. Which was, like, even though we had, like, 650 people in our class, right. that's kind of, I feel like that's kind of unique. Yeah. And um, I think, like, a lot of people talk about, like, their... Like, a lot of, like, our parents and their friends, they all talk about, like, their college friends being, yeah. like, their longest, oldest friends. Right. For some reason, I, I and I think that's just more, like, our grade, our group from we have a special Valley. We have a special group of people that not a lot of people yeah. can relate to, which is fantastic. Like, I us. think, I think, I hope we'll be friends forever. Absolutely. I think yeah. You know, and I, I think kind of, like, you know, where we're at now can kind of hold, you know, truth to that. You know, yeah. that we should be friends for the rest of our lives, you know, and, you know, I, like, hope our kids are friends and, get, like, to go even that far. Um, yeah. I think that would be fantastic. But, you know, I guess fast-forwarding again, you know, high school, we were still close. We, we would still watch, like, the Capitals games together, like, during their, you know, championship <laughs> year. Let's yeah. go Cavs, rock the red, love that. Um, but so that we did that together. Um, and then, you know, senior year, or we graduated. And then, you know, that summer before college, we um, all went to the beach together, which was great. Oh, so great. Um, at Bradley Rosenblatt's beach house. Um, yeah, and we had the 12-hour drive down. That was something, yeah, an eight-hour drive. Griffin and I went down a little later than everyone else because we had um, other stuff we had to be doing, but... Because we're the only ones with jobs. Exactly. Hey! Hey! hey. Not a shot at anybody. Hey! <laughs> um, but, uh, Get a job! Yeah. <laughs> Um, but, uh... Not going anywhere. Right. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that made us a lot closer, though. Which was weird, because we were already close. But, yeah, I think that was when... Because, like you said, like, we didn't hang out as, as much in high school, but... Right, that trip, that I mean... That drive, I mean, because... First, the drive down, and... Sucked. But was it was good sucked, at the same time. But we... Everything we didn't know, didn't already know, we knew by the end right. of the trip. Right, yeah. We had so much time to talk to each other that, you know, we didn't want to drive... E I don't think we want to, like, drive each other crazy, so we had to keep talking. Yeah. You know? So, like... And we had, like, little singing breaks, but... We had singing breaks. Part, yeah. Which is Mark's uh, great friend. You yeah. have to... If you, have you to can sing, with sing 
you have to say well i think i think the thing that most stands out in our bromance would have to be the dancing video that you sent me the other day well it was like three years ago of that day right it was freshman year was it freshman year i think it's like five or six years ago Yeah, yeah which is i remember my mom pretty much forced me to have a party like didn't want to right <laughs> didn't want to have a party so half of those people that came over hey didn't care that you were there just right. wanted the evans of course and, and bradley and not to mention it's a little, little bit of presents too um what you had some presents freshman year for the party you wanted some presents that wasn't my birthday that it was wasn't? christmas oh, oh we did the yankee swap thing yes or, that's right white elephant it's something like that's that. what it was oh yeah. yes because i got socks you're trying to oh you're trying to make me sound like i'm just getting presents for no reason well, that's the only sorry reason birthdays before. in summer <laughs> yeah that's right okay um but yeah so yeah my mom kind of forced me into it because she just she wanted to meet everybody that she didn't already know right um and there was some drama at that party i remember for no reason with like people who shouldn't be having drama um but yeah when we did that dancing thing i remember we were the only ones who would do it who would dance so we probably that we had like a i sent evan like a five minute video yesterday of us dancing yeah so white um so white (laughs) uh but it probably was 20 minutes of us just dancing and people like watching yeah because yeah i mean we were at the like the freshman sophomore age where it's like you like i think i only had that confidence because i was with you like anyone else i probably wouldn't have done it (laughs) but like because you were dancing i was good to keep dancing for forever yeah Yeah, i remember no one else would do it and yeah that just like that just showed we're like the same yeah i mean that's kind of like what i wanted to go into like going back to when we were at the beach together like again like we hadn't spent hours together you know every week that we did in elementary school at this point but like even so when we even when we just get back together it's like you and i are so like drawn to each other because we're so yeah. similar and like there's very few people and you're hot exactly Continue. i mean yeah i'm pretty hot yeah yeah but uh anyways um <laughs> continue <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyways bromance uh yep bros um we, yeah, we, I mean, we just we, fist just so we fist, Yeah, we just fist bump. <laughs> Kiss, too. But we're not going to talk about that. Yeah. Um, That's too much. I didn't come out yet. So. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we're kind of just drawn to me. And, like, there's, there's very few people that I think can, like, understand the sarcasm, too. Like, there's a sarcasm level that is so important to me and Griffin that, like, that is, it, yeah. you know. That people just don't get. It's like, And it's almost like, it's almost like we're a sarcastic, like, like, our sarcasm also, like, stems from just being, like, a little more confident. Like, we say stuff that people might not be comfortable. People wouldn't be comfortable saying. And saying. you know what it comes from? And I'm not Jewish at all. But it's that, that's what, it, it, it's that kind of comedy we like. Where it's, like, the Jerry Seinfeld, Larry David, like. Adam Sandler. Don yeah. Rickles. That old, yeah, like, the older guy. Um, the old Jewish man. Jewish guy from New that. York. Yeah. We love that, like, very sarcastic. I mean, because that's, season. you basically just described my grandpa. So that's where, you know. Your grandpa is Larry David, but um, exactly, like we see the, we see the annoying and stuff, but instead of it ruining our day, right, we just make something funny about it, right, and it just makes our day better. So like, uh, yeah, I think that's why we're very good friends. And wow, sweating a lot. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, we're in a car right now. 
and it's a thousand it's, degrees. It's about a thousand degrees in here. I'm sweating so much. I'm probably gonna take my shirt off. Um, yeah, it's probably gonna be necessary. Um, but my arm hair is completely darkened and flat on my arm right now. It's disgusting. I'm dripping water on my cloth seats. That's definitely gonna stain too. But yeah. anyways, yeah, keep going forward. Um, try to think through the sweat here. Just forget about it. Um, you know, uh, college comes around. We're going to different schools. I'm going to George Mason. You're going to Virginia Tech. Mm -hmm. I don't know. When did we talk about rooming together? Because I know that was a conversation. Was that after I was going to transfer? Yeah, when you transferred, I immediately... When I applied to transfer. I immediately texted you. Bradley texted me and said, hey, I think... We, we were talking and he just like brought up, hey, I think Evan's like finally thinking about transferring to Tech. And I immediately... I stopped talking to him and I immediately texted you yeah. and said, if you're coming to Tech, we have to room together. Yeah. Yeah, I in that was definitely gonna happen. So I, you know, after I think it was midway through my freshman year at George Mason, I applied to Virginia Tech originally and didn't get in. Um, you know, the journalism there is pretty competitive, but I also, I'm not an amazing student. I'm not a bad student. My work ethic when it comes to school is just not where it should be. Mm. I'm definitely not stupid. I don't think. No, I, I think, think I think we're, dude, we're the same in so many ways. Cause yeah. I think we're we're AB guys. That's, AB guys. That's, and that's where it matters. But yeah, so Virginia yeah. Tech, I didn't get into it when I first applied. I got into a bunch of out-of-state schools. Um, and then I couldn't afford them. So I ended up at George Mason, which is funny because more of the schools um, that I applied to than not were out-of-state. And I ended up at the school that is closest to my house at George Mason, which is, <laughs> I only live like 30 minutes from there. Um, but yeah, so I applied there. I was... I was a little hesitant. You know, George Mason has this stigma. It, it's a little, like, you know, I, for some people that have gone there or, you know, know about the school, they can understand. It's a very, uh, you it's know, like, technological-based school. It's very liberal arts, which I love. I love the yeah. liberal arts side of it, but... But because it's not, like, an engineering business, people... It's it's a very... And it's also, like... They look a little down on it. But here's the thing. It doesn't matter where you go to college. Yeah. It just matters what degree you get and how well you do. For me, it wasn't even about the degree, though. It was about the people there. I mean, like, there's a stigma about George Mason, the kids at George Mason. Like, these are commuter kids that aren't necessarily, like, comfortable with themselves. They don't want to live outside of oh. their house yet. Like, that was the reason that I was most, like, oh, I Ooh, you know, I didn't know if this was going to be good for me. So I go there. I connect with some people from high school, Eric Walter, a.k.a. Fish, um, the legendary Fish, who I'm actually living with now. Um, oh really? Yeah, we'll we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, Avril, uh, Avril Sharma, mm -hmm. um, Ryan Post, like they all went there with me. Not guys that I was super close with in high school, but connected with them really well in college. And then there was a few other guys um, that I met who you know from out out of state, different places, whatever. Um, loved that. I had a super close group right when I got there. Yeah, and the same thing happened to me because. I roomed with Ben Barbie, and yes. we were both hesitant about that because we were like, hey, we're already friends. Like, everyone says don't do that. Right. But it was the same thing where we were like, we were friends because of swim team, but we... You weren't, like, super close. We weren't that super was like, close. That was, like, me and Ryan with soccer. So, yeah, it worked perfectly because then we roomed together and we're in a suite. So there were right. four other guys. So, like our suite became super close and a few other people came in and like 
Like, right. we did, like, movie nights, or, like, yeah, we'd watch great. a TV show every night with people and right. stuff, and, like, that worked out super well. Yeah. And I'm not saying it has to work out for everyone, but just in our cases, like, I think we work well with most people, because we're kind of laid back and don't really care. Yeah, I would say, you know, I think we're both pretty adaptable. Um, not to, you know, toot our horns or anything, but... But you know, toot toot, bro. Toot toot. <laughs> um, but, you know, and then, and then the thing that, like, you know... I made it sound like it's great, you know, George Mason was good, you know, I had these friends, whatever. Um, but I, like, I realized after a little while, maybe I wasn't trying hard enough or something. Yeah. But outside of these guys, I had no one else. Like, and that, like, I'm so used to having, like, a very large amount of friends. Like, I had different friend groups in high school. Like, you know, I was, you know, friends with Bardia, Spencer, whatever, who you were too. But then I was also friends with, like, you and Bradley, who, you know, obviously we're all friends together, but, like, hang out hang separately. Out everyone. Yeah, exactly. You know, so, like, I had a bunch of different friend groups. At George Mason, I didn't have that, and I felt, like, that stigma of these people, you know, being a little different from myself. I, I don't want to yeah. make it sound like it's bad that they were different, just different from myself. Um, different enough you didn't want to hang out with. Or right, like, to the point that, like, like I just couldn't. felt like I couldn't really connect with them. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I don't think I can do this anymore. Like, I really, I'm not happy here. Like, I love my friends, but I, I, like, I don't want to make it sound like they're not enough either. Like, I'm making it sound worse than it was, but, um, I just wasn't exactly happy. And I think, like, this whole idea of George Mason, like, being a commuter school, whatever, like, it doesn't have a football team. Like, I was missing out on the whole college experience. Like, that really got to my head. Um, and then I was like, okay, I'm gonna apply to transfer. I applied to transfer to tech. We were talking about it. We, we said we were going to room together. Yeah. And then ultimately, I decided I was gonna stay at George Mason because I texted him, and I was too eager apparently. Yeah, Griffin, Griffin jumped the gun a little bit. He scared me. He scared me off. That's too bad. Um, you know, but no, I mean, it was kind of just like the fact that I, you know, got a little more involved. Like you, it, it's true. Like in college, you do have to try. Like yeah. in high school, elementary school, you don't have to try to make friends. Like that kind of just comes to you because you're so close to everybody already like you're in this like little vicinity but college is so much bigger than that yeah, you have pe- to try to make friends and people say like everyone told me i'd make way more friends there yeah um and it would be easier that, i didn't find that to be the case also i was in a suite so i kind of screwed myself that way where it made i made five really close friends yeah I. and then wasn't on a hall where people talked yeah so i think like i know people who were on halls and then had 20 guys that they hung out with all the time so it just kind of depends on where you at and who you're with at the time yeah but yeah honestly that was hard for me too and my cousin even asked she she said um she just expected to have like she has a friend group already which is good but she like expected to have more friends and she 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 goes to tech with you yeah 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 right and she wants to like she wants to know more people and hang out with more people this is caitlin yeah who i'm living with next year and i think but which I think is great because I think that'll help. I think my friends will come in, and her friends, and hopefully that'll mix well, and like, right. we'll have just a bigger friend group. But yeah, it is it is weird because it's like everyone says, oh, just go to a few parties and like you'll make tons of friends there. You'll hang out forever. Right. But most of my good friends from freshman year I didn't see this year. Yeah. So it, it's very weird. It is weird. Because you leave. Yeah. You leave for months and come back home. So you then live, it's like, you live like two different lives college we see our um we see our other friends you know from high school when we come home 
So that's kind of like a separate life completely from college. Um, and then when we're at college, we don't see that at all. And then yeah. that's our separate life from home. I mean, it's just, it's very strange. College is a weird time. Yeah, and you mm. have stories. Like, yeah, it's very for, for both people. Yeah, you have stories when you go back to college for those people. You got stories when you come home for your high school people. Yeah, and it's weird, like, in high school, like we said before, everyone at least knew who everyone was for the most part. Yeah. Whereas, like, like, I talked to my boys, Devin and Josh at Tech. They don't know who you are. So I have to explain. I've known him since third grade. He's been my Devin's friend for forever. Super handsome kid. That super handsome. I've known for my whole life. Very athletic. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the best kind of person. Yeah. But you got to, like, explain each person in your stories. And that's, right. like, you. I've never had to do that, so it's kind of weird. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Weird, weird stuff. But other than that, other than all that, you know stuff college is good it seems like i mean i'm happy now you're happy now yeah sounds like so. we're juniors now man oh uh, what what is your like specific major and what do you want out of it yeah so i am technically a communications major okay um but for anyone who's familiar with the communications major it's extremely broad yeah um so we all have concentrations my concentration is journalism mm-hmm. um but out of that, you know, I, I don't, I've always known, you know, when I found out I was going to be a five foot five, slightly athletic white kid, like <laughs> I knew I wasn't going to be the professional athlete that I always saw myself being. I quickly realized that. Mm-hmm. So I, I decided, you know, I still want to do something in sports. I love sports, you know, more than yeah. anything. I, it's, it's what I know best other than talking to you apparently. But <laughs> I, um... I want to do something in sports, so I thought sports journalism would be fantastic for me. Yeah. Or broadcasting. I mean, I watched Sports Center like every single day of my life growing up, right before school. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so I I saw myself doing that. Um. And then you know I've always you know been good at like presentations in class, so I thought I would you know do well with broadcasting. And now I'm at the point where I understand how hard it is, so I'm I'm looking at journalism as a gateway um to getting on tv eventually mm-hmm. um i i was lucky enough to be on on online and look at the uh, south lakes athletic hall of fame one day and i saw this name that i recognized and it was andrew siciliano so for most of you who probably don't even know who andrew siciliano is he is one of the head anchors on NFL Total Access, which is shown on NFL Network on TV, mm-hmm. um, and I, I've obviously known of him. I mean, I I watch his show all the time. I've known of him for um, a really long time, and yeah. I saw it as an opportunity to you know connect with somebody because in journalism and any communications field, who you know is what's important. Like that's really everything. Yeah. Um, and so I mess, I couldn't find his email anywhere. Um, you know, it's not really public information. So I DM'd him on Instagram. I thought it was like my only option. Right. So <laughs> this is, this was probably junior year of high school. Um, I remember you telling me about that. Actually. Yeah. So, um, I DM'd him, didn't hear back from him for probably like two weeks. And I remember I was heading out to my Latin class, uh, with Mr. Heffernan my guy, Mr. Heffernan. Um, 
I was walking out there and I randomly pulled out my phone and look at Instagram and I see like a little like message thing in yeah. my, you know, little paper airplane DM thing. And I saw that Andrew Siciliano had messaged me. I'm freaking out. Like, I'm like, holy mackerel. Yeah, like, naturally. this is crazy. Yeah. Like, this is a guy that I, like, think is as famous as can be, you know, as an aspiring the, yeah. sports journalist, whatever. Yeah. So he uh, messaged back to me and literally just said, here's my email. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I copy and paste my dm to him <laughs> and put it in the email with a couple more questions mm-hmm. and he again takes like two or maybe like three weeks he dm'd me in the middle like he was like i'm on a trip right now i'm hiking through some mountain range i can't respond to you right now but i i know i got your email i'll respond to you when i can i was like okay so i'm waiting i'm waiting I finally get an email from him, and he's just, like, nice. Just gives me his phone number, like, gives me all this advice. I've spoken to him, like, many times since then. I've used him for projects in college, whatever. Um, But, yeah, so he's basically what I aspire to be. Um, And then I saw that, you know, you were doing this podcast. And podcasting is something that I've been recommended by – a bunch of people in the field that I've spoken to through my classes mm-hmm. that this is something that you should be doing blogging and podcasting. And I'm like, okay, I, if I, you know, blog, it's like, I don't know if anyone's really going to read it. I don't know what to write about. Um, you know, I don't really have a focus. I don't even know how to make a blog. I'm so like yeah. technologically not savvy. Like I'm an idiot. Like I, <laughs> I, I, I have the IQ of like a first grader when it comes to how a computer works. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I don't know how to do that. I don't really know how to put together a podcast. Um, and also, it's like one of those things that it's hard to just start by yourself. Like, I was kind of like, I don't, I don't know if I was thinking it'd be weird. Like, if people would be like, oh, well, like, you know, this is weird. Evan's doing a podcast. Like, it's, you know, goofy for doing that, whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, then, I mean, it took me two months of, yeah. like, planning, asking people, trying to figure out if I had, like, guests I could get. Yeah. And then ultimately, when, like, no one would do it with me, people either didn't have the time or, like, didn't want to be out there, didn't want the the judgment. Right. Which, by the way, every human judges, so I'm not sure why. Like, they're judging you anyway, so why not, so why not do just, something with it? Yeah. But, yeah, I find it was, like, like, I don't care what other people think. Exactly. You just got to go for it. You, doing it. Like, yeah. you see all these other people in the fields, and, like, the successful ones were the people who just did it. Yeah, they just did you know, everything like, they needed to. Like, you just... Everything they could. Like, you got to just not care about what other people... Because when you make it, like, they're going to be the ones who are like, I should have done that. You know what I mean? Exactly. So I saw that you were doing it, um, and you, you texted me and Bardia about it. You, you asked us to be guests. Yeah. And I think the next day... After I listened to your first podcast, I was like, wow, this is, like, good. Like, he's got something going here. Like, I like this. Talented. You're, like, you, you know, you had, like, I liked the way it sounded. I liked the, you know, the idea of doing it. I, I you know, I felt confident in the fact that you could do it. Like, it's not just anybody who could do it. You gotta be a conversationalist, like we talked about at yeah. the beginning of this video. Which, that's something that I, like, in the back of my mind, has always been in the back of my mind because... Um, I remember, like, my mom, my whole life has always said, like, that, that's your best qualities. Like, I remember in the car when I was little, she couldn't remember someone's name she had met that day, like, some adult. And she'd right. be like, Griffin, what, what's the name? And, like, I, I always, 
I remember names, faces, like it's super she, important. And yeah, I mean, yeah. And she said like you you should be a salesman or something where you yeah interact with people and you have to talk to them a lot and deal with them right. because you just get them, and that's like what's stuck and that's why. I, I'm the same in sports, being in analytics, which is just really sports journalism, and right. then I'm doing cinema as a minor. But that's right. that's all just involving. That's just opportunity and understanding people. That's right. all it is. Yeah, I mean that's what I kind of said. Like also at the beginning, you know, of this episode, I I said that like these podcasts, I felt like are I feel like are tailored for us, like for our skill set. Yeah. Like we're. We're sitting in a car right now, sweating our butts off. Like, having a good time. Having a good time. <laughs> because this is what we're good at and what we're comfortable with and, you know, whatever. So, like... And it's what we want to do. And it's what we want to do. And I think, you know, and ultimately, like, putting stuff out like this is just going to help. It's going to yeah. help us. Like, it, it, it can't It can't hurt. do anything wrong, right? And, like, you know, it, so, that, yeah, that, I guess, you know, that kind of answers the question why I got in into this, you know, podcast with you. Um, I see a really good future for it. It might take time and something that we talked about again, like we have to be comfortable with the fact that it might take time for us to, you know, get bigger and for to sure. grow. But, you know, if we stick to it, um, we're going to look back at this first episode um, and be like, wow, like we did it. Um, yeah. And I, I want to shout out the 45 people so far who listened to the first podcast uh the second podcast didn't do so well but uh wasn't expecting too much since i sent them out on the same day and just really wanted people to get what was going on so i sent out both but yeah, yeah. Griffin, i don't i don't want to bring you down or anything but i was 44 of those listens oh well, but anyways, yeah. I'd like to shout out yeah, Evan and the yeah. one other person. I'd like to shout out Evan and Bridget. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I, I, I do think that, you know, if, if you listeners stay with us, you know, especially during this crazy coronavirus, um, awful presidency, I probably shouldn't be getting political, but um, whatever, like, if you guys stay with us, like, I promise you, we can be a bright spot in your day. You know, that's like what, that's another reason why we're doing this. Like, we're not doing this just for us. Like, this is, this is something that people need. Yeah, something, I, and I think it's, it's a voice for, you know, our, our age group, a few years above us, a few years below, but like that age group of like teenagers and just becoming adults. And obviously we want everyone to listen. We want parents. We want little kids. I'm, no, that's creepy. We want parents <laughs> to listen. But, um, yeah, it's just something to distract everyone because, I mean, this is something we can work on every day and we'll get, send it out twice. A, we're thinking sending it out twice a week, Tuesday and Friday. And if you follow our Instagram page at Easily Annoyed Podcast, um, that, that will show what time they're coming out, when new stuff is coming out, like the guests we're having. Like, hopefully we'll have... Um, just a few people, Bardia Kimiavi, Spencer Alston, and uh, I've talked to a few other people, Connor Madden, um, that want to be guests and will hopefully be guests soon. Yeah, it's it, we, we have some exciting stuff planned. Um, you know, again, we want this to be, you know, a little more funny, a little funnier in the future. But, you know, today we kind of wanted to, you know, again, explain like us. explain yeah. us, you know, our story, kind of like, you know, Griffin and I got a chance to like, 
you know, rekindle our, you know, relationship a little bit more, which was, which was nice for us. Yeah. Um, but we, we have some good content, um, we think going forward. All right, guys. So this has been the third episode, first episode with both Evan and I as hosts and going forward that will, we'll both be hosts the rest of the time. Very excited about that. Um, tune in this Friday night for our next episode where we attempt to explain quarantine, women, parties, and more. And that's Easily Annoyed. annoyed. <laughs>